Welcome back to another episode of Soma Soulworks. Where do faith and art meet? What does it mean to be made in God's image, knowing his nature as a creator? This podcast is an open-ended wrestling with God at the seam of Christianity and creativity as artisans working in the world of arts and entertainment. This episode, I'm going to call it an episode, but I don't know if it's going to actually be that. This may be something we just do sort of short and brief, and it may only go to the kind of the Patreon or as a bonus episode, something like that. Um, but it comes out of our conversation this morning is something I've been thinking about is largely like, what are we even trying to do here? Um, one, what are we trying to do with Soma Soulworks in general and, and more specifically with the, with the podcast? Um, and so this could be a short little, uh, you know, 10 minute uh, intro for people who don't know, but I like to see where this goes. So, um, I mentioned to you, uh, to you guys both this morning when we were doing coffee is that we share at Soma Games this a job. So I, I use the term mission. We have this, this mission. But in that regard, I use the word to mean we're trying to make games. We're trying to make, you know, different uh, mobile console games. And so that is our our shared sort of like mission that gets you day to day. But the requirements of that mission are super practical, right? Are we on schedule? Are we on budget? Are we, you know, what do we have to cut? And so... No, no, right? no, and, and no. <laughs> None of that's working. Yeah, this is where the reality portion of the program comes in. <laughs> that everybody can nod their head and be like, oh yeah, okay. They're, right. Which, they're, they're authentic, they're real. <laughs> exactly. No, nothing's working, absolutely nothing. Um, and, uh, and so that, what that does though, is, is it can be, it can be super uh, cold, right? Um, and then I said like, one of the things I was very grateful for with, uh, with what we did at Bootcamp Northwest, we had, in that case, our mission was these men's fence. Um, but then we started building a context that was, that started and, and still is largely, it's a kind of a biweekly get together and we, we have dinner and we chit chat. And sometimes, sometimes we might, you know, study a book or something, but the truth of the matter is social, right? And, and it's meant to be that way. It creates heart, but frankly, it's not enough. Um, just from a time amount spent, like, we we see that these these guys and they're scattered you know from probably a hundred miles north and south and so like there's 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 a there's a lot of spread there and there's not a lot of time to spend with families or or just kind of you know getting to know each other besides catching up on the week's events um, and so one of the things that that uh, that JB and I and and, uh, and Jason started to do several years ago is is to be more deliberate about just casual time right and so this is the context and casual time with you know how's your wife and kids becomes pretty quickly something deeper, which is what's on your heart, right? What's changing you? What are you thinking about? What's God talking to you about? And, uh, and then what I told you guys this morning is I want to be able to have it so much. And I think by a large degree, we, we are doing this. What I want to be able to do is have a context in which we can all just be ourselves. Right. And so, and so with regard to soul works, I think that the notion that I'm, that we were trying to get to is if, if Soma's mission, and I believe this is what God's called us to, is to be apostolic, then by definition, at least one definition, that means that we're trying to live out and demonstrate cultural values. Like, like what does it mean to be believers in Christ in a very just normal world, right? And so that's, in this case, game development, you know, whether that expands into, into art in general, more whatever, we'll see where that goes. Yeah. But, it's, but it, it is not church in the typical sense it's church in the real sense like like this is life and that the idea that there is no difference between sunday meal and monday meal these that these are able to come together um i think that's what we hope to be 
That's what we're leaning into be. Um, and then Soulworks becomes just sharing that. And so insofar as Tempest Divum becomes this notion of like a sort of a teaching, it's a curriculum, it's a basis. Um, it's, it's like, if you've never learned any of this stuff, we're going to kind of share like, these are the foundational pillars that we work from, but then the podcast is just processing, right? So we're not trying to teach here. The pro- we're, we're trying to be, we're, we're just sharing where we are life to life. Um, so I lay that out first. And I, and I think, I think I would say over the last many months, you know, year or so, you've probably heard bits of that, but I think this morning was the first time I ever quite articulated it that way. And, and, you know, uh, JB and I go back 15 years. We don't go back that far. I'm curious how that sounds to you. And just, you know, remember this is not being honest. And so what, what does that sound like? I, it sounds spot on and something that's so needed um, in the day to day of of the work, right? We're all working. Hey, great. What does it really mean to walk out being a Christian in my daily life? The whole, um, I go to church and then we finish church and then I do my week. Well, what's it really like to be in the week with people who are believers and trying to like, oh, there's the mess of the work and oh, there's this schedule and all different pieces. But we don't hear that um, from many people. Like, Oh, what's it really like to walk that out? Uh, I don't know. We should really talk about that. Cool. Yeah. Have you now, uh, actually, but I have a question. I'm going to pause for you. Just what about you? What was your first response to this idea? What do you think? Um, I love it. I, I really do. I think that, uh, that getting people to kind of break out of the silo of they are what they do. Mm-hmm. Um, is really important. You know, I, I, I hate labels, I freaking hate labels. I really, really do because we're, we're so multifaceted and, and our life and our experiences and who we are is made up by so many extrinsic as well as internal, uh, types of factors. You know, I don't ever want to be labeled as Mark, the art guy or the creative guy, or the star Wars guy or, or whatever. And I, I, I hate that because I, I feel like now all of a sudden I have to perform in just that lane. And it's like, but there's so many more facets to our lives. There's, there's Mark, the father, there's Mark, the husband, there's Mark, uh, who loves to walk with Jesus, you know, um, who is forgiven, who has gifts and talents other than outside of the gaming industry. And so, I mean, this is this type of, um, podcast and this type of gathering is something that I, I'm really hoping that we get lots of opportunity to connect with those that are listening to help them unpack and be comfortable and invite them into understanding that they're more than just what they do. Right on. Uh, I love that. Um, I think you'd mentioned you've, there, there's plenty of podcasts out there. I don't know, maybe I, whether there's enough or not, but that are very uh, practical oriented. Right. And it's, it's like how to do best practices, how to learn this thing, that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And n- nothing against that. Um, and I think that we could have done that. We could have tried to be like, this is how we do game design. Um, and well, we probably- it's very, I, I, not to interrupt, but it's very safe Yeah, because, you know, because it's, it's very organized. It's a process. It's a road. Um, but <laughs> the minute that you start to step out of that lane and get into more choppy waters, when you start talking about the self and relationship and identity, and vulnerability, authenticity, these kinds of words really start to bring up angst. Yeah, in people and start, you know, creating a little agitation, yeah. a little anxiety. Why? Because it's it's freaking real. Yeah, you know, we we are spirit, soul, and body. 
you know so i mean it's just we need opportunity to unpack and discuss that mm-hmm. um yeah. and not shy away and not be afraid of it but embrace it step into it um because there's power there and we all deal with it nobody's alone yeah in this and so if that was like the safe work podcast we could have also done the safe church podcast uh, right we could just say churchy things and uh and uh and, and i think that you could get an audience that way too right the idea like it would be just novel that here's a Christian game company and mm-hmm. saying churchy things like we could probably do that. Mm-hmm. Um, and I could probably, you know, promote it on Facebook and get, you know, get listeners. <laughs> um, but I don't, I got, I, I'm just not interested in that. I, I couldn't care less. Mm-hmm. Um, there is, there's this great line at the beginning of, uh, of Jerry Maguire that we, we, we'd love to share of, of where he, he comes to this point where he says, I had lost the ability to bullshit. <laughs> right and and he just you're like wow <laughs> and uh but then right after that he says once again i've become my father's son mm-hmm. and we talk and we're going to probably talk about this at length but the the draw to be fake mm-hmm. to be to be categorized to be compartmentalized to to say what you think people want to hear oh it is like so intrinsic in all we do and i i got no patience for that anymore I see. I, I want to wear my mask really well. Like, why are you wearing a mask? Yeah. Why are you performing? Why can't you be just you? Mm-hmm. And you is not clean. It's messy. Yeah. Why can't we be that in front of the everyday people, the people we work with? Yeah. Live and, life. And why would the Bible say that Jesus wants to meet you where you're at? <laughs> not with not with where your mask is at, or or that you've leveled to a certain or qualified to a certain degree or expectation you know i mean christ is looking for the authentic christ is looking Mm -hmm. for the real i think it's one of the reasons why he he went down to the water and and grabbed fishermen yeah you know um why there was mary magdalene you know i mean you can go into all the bible stories and find out the kind of people that that you know christ went out and called because these were people that just really for the most part self-identified with what they did fishermen catched captured fish you know matthew was a tax collector and and everybody was in these silos and christ came up and said yeah i I recognize and see what you do but there's so much more to you Mm -hmm. let me come in and help unpack that and give you a deeper revelation as to the holistic who you are spirit soul and body yeah i'm not going to just recognize your fishermen but yes i'm going to level you and teach you and make you fishers of men you know, and, and different things of this nature. And he's given people different names as he's calling out their attributes and who they are from the very beginning of time when he was forming and dreaming about this individual he was going to create and plant on this earth. You know, and so it's just, again, getting back to these are the things that I, I would love for us to discuss because I'm sure, again, these are questions that everybody has, but there's not necessarily we give pause and an opportunity to discuss it. Well, and I don't even want to have answers. I just want to, you know, like, like we're working on all this stuff, mm-hmm. right? I don't want to be the answer place. I want to be the, if I can just be the honesty place, I'd be enough, mm-hmm. right? And uh, I, was on a, I was on a call with a fellow the other day who, uh, who has a great gaming resume, right? So he was part of Riot Games, so he's worked on League of Legends, so he's got a great resume for this kind of thing. And I asked him, hey, would you have any interest in, in being on the podcast? And he's like, interest, yes. Would I ever do it? No. <laughs> and I'm like, come on, like, why? Right? It, it was a friendly thing. He wasn't being a jerk about uh-huh. it. But uh, he's like, gosh, I, I, I don't know what I would say. I don't like, 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 you know, I don't know how have the answers. And I'm like, that's the point, man. Yeah. Like the the point is to just be be candid. And when you share yourself, basically, when you take off your fig leaf 
At first, <laughs> everyone's like, oh, my God, you're naked. Yeah. Um, but pretty soon, they're like, I have a fig leaf, too. Right? And it just gives exactly. them honesty, yeah. permission to be honest and real mm-hmm. and that they're not alone. Yeah. Well, it's about connection. That point about not being alone. It's, it's connection. It's, it's, it's very relational. Um, we were talking earlier when we were having coffee. And it's just, it's, it's not a matter of, of taking on the pressure that you've got to have an eloquence of word or, or everything that falls out of your mouth. It's got to be some holy nugget of revelation. <laughs> um, it's about the fact that you're either going through an issue or you have gotten some victory in your life or there are some broken pieces and you're putting them together. And not that you just want to vomit that up and just expose yourself and your woes and your cares and your fears or whatever to a world and just burden everybody with that. It's more about... Hey, um, can anybody else relate to this? Mm, yeah. And there's a lot of hands, you know, virtually that get raised or, or people that are nodding their head as they're listening in the car or, or whatever at work, their earbuds. And they're like, yeah, I can totally relate to that. And all of a sudden, boom, there's a connection. Yeah. It's like, wow, I'm not alone. Like you said, Chris, I'm, I'm not alone. And a lot of times, my God, that's enough. Yeah. That's enough to carry you through the day. That, that type of encouragement and that sense that uh, there's somebody else out there. I'm, I'm not the only one. Uh, like all of a sudden, there's a, just a spotlight on me and I'm exposed. Um, I'm the only one dealing with whatever. Um, and I think it's really, really important Yeah, that there's that relationship and that connection and that, that honesty, like you said. This can be the honest podcast. The honest podcast. Right? So, so be it. <laughs> <laughs> and honest in that. We have other things out there that people want to just, oh, here's the answer, here's the answer, here's the answer. And we're, we're, we're kind of talking through this idea of, oh, I'm wrestling with stuff. You guys want to share that journey? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, you're wrestling too? You, you don't just have answers? Okay, cool. What are you wrestling? Oh, oh, neat. Okay, now I can relate. Yeah. Instead of, you have an answer? How'd you get that? Mm-hmm. No, I'm just wrestling too. But at the same time, now let, let's say that there is a, there's already, I think, a, a movement, for lack of a better word, in the church. Like, everyone's got to be authentic, which is which is a great term, and it's true. But sometimes that term becomes only the bad stuff counts. Right? <laughs> Unless you're talking about, you know, something true. really dark and your, you know, your pornography addiction or that time that you, you know, hid the hooker in the mattress, whatever it was, right? Something mm-hmm. dark. That's authentic. It's a very small hooker. <laughs> right. <laughs> but never, but, the, but as if honest or as if goodness and victory and learning and growth as if those aren't authentic. Mm -hmm. And I think that's a huge, that's a mistake also. Like there should be joy. There should be life. There should be the fact that we, we do learn things. We do grow. We do, uh, we, we do have victory over stuff. And and I want that to also be part of the story. That's really encouraging. I never really thought about it that way. A lot of times at the church, you know, authenticity, a lot of times gets couched with uh, humility or false humility. Like we, like we can't celebrate our accolades, our successes, right. our victories, you know, somehow that is, that's selfish or that's, that's, that's heaping glory upon ourselves. That's bull crap. Yeah, it really is when it's, when it's in a healthy fashion. I mean, I've walked through many, many years of my life where I thought I was a shit, you yeah. know, I mean, yeah. like, like I've arrived and mm. people need to listen to what I have to say and, and whatever. And it just, it became this performance lifestyle. You want to talk about masks and fronting, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. I became kingpin at that point of it and it was exhausting mm. it was tiring and it got to the point to where i just wanted to remove myself from the equation and not be around anybody and you know when you're alone in an island that's when the devil and principalities come to pick you off because you are exposed you're naked you're alone 
Um, and that's why God just like, hey, I just I want you to be real. I want you to be authentic um, and understand that you don't have to have all the answers. Don't take that pressure on. If anything, hey, point people to me. Yeah, yeah. Let that be part of your mantra. Let that let that be the words that fall from your mouth. It's just saying, hey, I don't have all the answers, but I know who does. But I have to have a relationship with him and his people. Yeah. Uh, and I can't be an island. I don't have to take the pressure on that. I've got to have all the answers. It's like, Holy Ghost, come on, co-labor with me. Have you ever, and I don't know if you've experienced this, have you ever been part of a prayer group where the unspoken rule is that you can only talk about the hard things, mm-hmm. which is to say, like, all I can ever do to be the group is I'm wrestling with this. This is hard. And sometimes it's honest, which is good. Yeah. More often it's stupid. Like, like sort of the unspoken prayer, like, like someone I know is wrestling with, with money. They, you know, or so, something that's frankly like, I'm just throwing something out there. Yeah. So, so there's, there's that, but then it is, it is sort of tacitly off limits to say like, I got promoted. Right. Like, and so praise reports are like, compared to, to, I guess, intercession reports are like 20 to one, mm-hmm. right? Because it feels inappropriate to praise, right? And, and so it reminds me of this bit um, where Jesus says, uh, like, when we played the pipe for you, you wouldn't dance. Mm-hmm. And when we played the dirge for you, you wouldn't mourn. And this idea, like, the way we get disconnected from from the full bounty of life, with the, from, from its celebration to mourning and everything in between, and they're all good. Mm-hmm. They're all Christ. They're all life. So maybe that's partly what we want to do too. Is like, like, where did we feel like we we'll, we'll get a chance to talk about? It. Where do we feel like we succeeded? Where do we feel like we were wrestling? I'll, I think that'll be good stuff for the for the podcast. I'm just I'm. <laughs> a, there was that there was that little bit of a pause right there where we were just all kind of just pondering, and I was I was still chewing on the whole. Yeah, why do we always promote the failures and yeah. the, the blockers mm-hmm. and the hangups and the hurts? Um, you know why why is that kind of the you know the the barrier to entry? Um, you know in these groups and. I was thinking about it. It's like, yeah, you know, I'm, I've, I'm faulted on this as well. It's like when I hear a praise report from somebody, it's like, well, good for you. <laughs> I'm glad that's working for you. Because I'm wrestling over here. Yeah, exactly. You know, and it's just like, ah, that's just, what does that say about me? Yeah. And where I am in my life. And, you know, that comes from a place of, of insecurity and judgment. Ugh. Yeah. The last time I looked at heaven, there's no pillars of any of that. Yeah, there's there's praising and there's there's joy and there's supporting your brothers and sisters and there's love and you need to when somebody has a victory that's your victory because we're all a family yeah we all get there together so to speak and I get it like if someone just and so we we have a like kind of a channel on WhatsApp that we use for for boot camp and you, I get it like when someone says like oh my gosh something bad just happened right my kid was just in a car accident mm-hmm. it it's hard to put next to that. What, whatever, like I, I just got promoted, right? Because you fe- it feels insensitive in some way. Mm-hmm. But I think that's not right. Um, that, that it is that for one thing, like the victories help us contextualize and interpret what life is like, mm-hmm. um, and and that's part of it. The beautiful things are part of it too. Mm-hmm. And if we fail to celebrate, we're we're only painting part of the picture, right? Yeah. So I yeah. get it, the sensitivity piece, um, but it seems off seems off topic. <laughs> uh, but- this reminds me of too of the social media side. You have a lot more of the, I only show the good mm-hmm. and the perfect. And then you have like these groups that can be the way they are in, in small groups or church and stuff like where you're only sharing the bad a lot more. Yeah. Like, wait a second, there's some sort of balance here that's not quite right. And I'll t- I had a, yeah. a friend cast Facebook in a different light that really helped me change how I see it. And she compared it to scrapbooking. She's like, if you think that Facebook is about your real life, you're missing the point. Mm-hmm. Facebook is a scrapbook. And what you do is you, you, you 
memorialize the memories that you want to keep. Yeah. And all of a sudden, I was like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, I don't have the Facebook of all my sorrows. I'm sorry, the scrapbook of all my sorrows. Right. At least probably not. Um, and then all of a sudden, it seemed a lot less weird to me because my expectation was authenticity. But it's the wrong place to be authentic because you yeah. can't be vulnerable. Yeah. You know, it's, 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 that's not his nature. So I, that took a lot of pressure off of me, yeah. which largely meant I stopped posting anything. So uh-huh. <laughs> I'm not interested because well, I don't scrapbook either. It's true because a lot of people do take on that pressure where they're just looking to left and to the right. And they're like, wow, the victories or the accolades or the things that I have in my life don't measure up to mm-hmm. the post I just saw just two minutes ago. Yeah. Uh, somebody enjoying dinner and writing a big check and or receiving a big check or whatever. And it's just like, wow, well, I got out of bed today. That was my big victory. And, and, and that was hard. You know, it was. Yeah. You know? And so it's just like, but you feel, like you said, you feel pressured to to just clam up because it doesn't seem impressive yeah. um, compared to what's out there. And that's, that's terribly unfortunate. And that mm-hmm. goes back to not being authentic. You're not being true to yourself. Yeah. You're, you're letting society and human condition dictate who you are, how you speak, what you post, mm-hmm. or what you say or have anything to say, um, that worthiness thing. Right on. Yeah. Only because I know that we want to keep talking in this particular chunk. What I just want to, uh, I want to be able to set this aside for someone who was trying to get a gut, like, uh, a primer. I'm like, what are these guys doing? Mm-hmm. And so, so if here, here's what we know about Soma Soul Works so far is we've got our Jesus time, which is our weekly thing in the shop. Frankly, you're not likely to hear more about that because it's it's personal, right? It's private. We do discussions, and uh, but just to give you a context on what we do, every other week we do some kind of a teaching. There is a a start, a middle, and an end, and we're trying to evaluate kind of some core pillars of our faith. Um, on alternate weekends, we do some kind of a prayer or contemplation or something like that. So we we want both teaching and praxis and pra- uh, practice. Um, so that's what's going on in Jesus time that shows up through Tempest Devon, which so, so if you're, if you're on the website, you can see the Tempest Devon things. And then typically we are, we are sharing some kind of a resource. It's often a video or a podcast. Sometimes we'll record them ourselves. Um, and then we might have a little intro and an outro and some questions. So that is designed where if you want to follow along with what we're doing, uh, Tempest Devon will typically be between three and six months behind what we're doing in Jesus time. Just so you know. So that's that. We've got the podcast, which is what you're listening to here. And if if Tempest Evum is curriculum based, the podcast is processing. It's just like it's wide open. It's whatever's on our mind. We may talk about something we're doing in, in Jesus time, but frankly, that's probably not the normal. So we'll have interviews with with people. Um, we'll we'll just talk ourselves. That's the deal. Um, and then we've also started to do some publications. So soon, I don't know quite when, but but. Uh, probably in Q4 of 2020, we will uh, release uh, a little booklet that we're calling the Achievement Guide for Redemptive Game Developers. And, uh, and it is, it's, it's sort of our first pass at something that we can put out as, a, as an artifact. Um, we are likely to do more of that, but I don't know what shape that will take. So that might be blog entries. We'll see. Um, but this is where we are trying to lean into this call that we feel God has for us to influence. And through influence, we have to figure out what we want to say, who we want to say it to, and, uh, and it is, I think our heart is to be, I'm happy to be provocative. I don't shy away from that at all. No. Um, but mostly just to be straightforward. Like here's the thing that no one right. seems to be saying, right. Um, I have some ideas about, you know, I would love to talk about all the parents who are complaining about their addicted kids mm-hmm. to games. Like 
How about we talk about games as a controlled substance? How about we talk about what does it look like to just treat this uh, honestly? Um, I think the we want to talk about what, what's going on in Christian game development, which is a small little niche, but this is where kind of we all met. Um, we'll talk about that. And we'll just talk about what it means to be to be alive. So largely speaking, that's where Soma Soulworks is right now. And, uh, and it, we'll see kind of where this goes, but we are very much trying to follow the wild goose, which is a metaphor maybe you don't know. The Celts used to call the Holy Spirit the wild goose. <laughs> Utterly unpredictable. You never know where you're going to find it. It's like Jesus says, like the Holy Spirit's like the wind. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, and so, so I will use that term wild goose. And I mean, <laughs> I mean the Holy Spirit. Yeah. So we'll see where it goes and, uh, and run from there. So with that, um, we're going to cut this episode and we're going to start another one. So bye-bye. Thank you for joining us. This and our other content is an effort to rediscover a robust theology of creativity and innovation as we pursue our desire to live well as the warriors and poets that God made us all to be. To learn more, check out somasoulworks.com.